Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour with your host, Gene Hodge. He's a training consultant and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He's taught computer and information technology courses at Quinnipiac University. University of New Haven, and Roxbury Community College. He has enabled over 800 individuals seeking employment to gain enjoyable employment. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling to over 1,500 individuals in outplacement for companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Byrne Morin, Pinellas Technical Education Centers, and Bay Pines Veterans Administration Hospital. Gene earned an A.S. degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a B.S. degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, and a teacher's certificate from Westfield State College. Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Cusatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College. And now, here's your host of the Employment Opportunity Hour, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. The show that focuses on providing some innovative ways that you can find what I call enjoyable employment because I want you to get something that you enjoy doing. Now, so I want to address the issues. Right now, there's a tremendous number of people that are laid off or unemployed. It's at an all-time high, but it's also a time that for all of you out there, you can look in the mirror and start thinking about what is it that you would like to do because now you have an opportunity to do something. And so I gave you a formula before. I'm going to give that to you again, and that is is simply to sit down, look in the mirror, write down five things that you are good at doing, write down five more things that you are good at doing that you've learned from past jobs, and write down five things that you enjoy doing. If you just did that, you now have a formula for finding what, what I call enjoyable employment. Anyway, tonight's show, we have an interesting show tonight. And we have a guest speaker that's coming in. It's going to be in a few minutes. And we also have our our trusty host, uh, Mr. Lee, who, who's there. And Mr. Lee, how are you doing this evening? I'm fine, Gene. Thank you. And yourself? Well, I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Great. In, anyway, I have uh, three or four things I want to address tonight. Number one is I'm going to address something in the news today regarding minority males and the dropout rate. And I'm going to 
look at that in terms of how can we offer that audience an opportunity to find employment. The second thing is I'm going to be addressing those of you who may be felons or ex-offenders. I want to address some solutions for you. But either of you, if you are a felon or an ex-offender or you are a minority and a male, what I want you to do is to call into the show and share your experiences so we can help you and others find what I call enjoyable employment. And that number is 727-441-3000. Again, 727-441-3000. We want to hear from you because I'm going to be addressing some things to you, and I'm pretty sure you may be experiencing things if you're looking for employment. And so we want to hear from you. Again, 727-441-3000. And then the other thing that we're going to be addressing tonight is something that's called network marketing or multi-level marketing because those are ways that other people have found and created enjoyable employment for themselves. And so if you're a... A person that has a network marketing type business and you're looking for good workers, you're looking for people, I want you also to call the show and tell us what you're looking for. Maybe we can match some people up with you in order for you to grow your business and they can find some employment themselves. And so I want you to think about doing that. Again, the number is 727-441-3000. Now, you also can hear our past shows. And the past shows can be found at www. Internet Radio Pros forward slash Opportunity Hour. Again, that's Internet Radio Pros, P-R-O-S, forward slash Opportunity Hour. And you can also send me an email. My email address is the, it's called the Opportunity Hour at gmail.com. Again, it's called the Opportunity Hour at gmail.com. You must email us if you want to attend one of our seminars. Okay? And this way we can send out our schedule. Anyway, so I want to start getting kicked off. The first thing is, is uh, I'm broadcasting from the greater Tampa Bay area, and in the St. Petersburg paper on the front page, there's an article that says, it's a black graduation rate low in Pinellas. It further goes on to say the education rate of black males is the lowest in the country. And so I want to address that. Also on the front page is an article about a high school that is not performing, of which a large number of those individuals are dropping out of school. And so so I want to address what the problem is and what we can do to help solve it. Because, uh, as I said before, everyone's talking about problems. Nobody's talking about solutions. I'm talking about solutions because I have some, and I want you to call up and share yours and ask me mine, and we want to talk about it. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity, and we'll be right back with starting off our show. And here's a word from our sponsor. Mm-hmm. 
Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com ideas about his um, his ideas on the approach to job hunting and particularly the aspect of thinking outside the box which is definitely my my way of thinking too so the concept is basically a unique concept because mm-hmm. you're different aspects you're taking technology in one hand mm-hmm. the other hand you're taking the individual right and trying to put it together right and through the sessions that you go through, hopefully the individual grows uh, accordingly. It's uh, it's a very self-reflective course. It gives you a chance to sort of look at the man in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You know, you get a chance to look at who you are and what you have, what you bring to the table, Mm -hmm. what what you have as your package. And some years ago, uh, I had the opportunity to sit down and write down exactly what it is I want to do and develop something that I really wanted to do, the kind of work I think I would like to do. And actually what I'm doing right now is just about as close to it as you can get. Oh, wow. You were saying, you know, how society says we should get a good education and we stress about it and should get good training and all this stuff. So what's the difference between a good education and training? It's great. Uh, education is the exposure mm-hmm. of many things. And so mm-hmm. our, our school or educational system gives us the exposure and knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. However, if I told you uh, lift, 
I can tell you how to write a resume. Mm -hmm. I can tell you how to hold an interview. Mm -hmm. I can tell you how to go greet someone. Mm -hmm. And it sounds easy with someone standing in front of the class mm -hmm. that's telling you that. Mm -hmm. However, you doing it, it never works that way. Right. Uh, which means you got to do it once or twice or three or four times mm -hmm. until it's acceptable. So that's training. Mm -hmm. What we're missing in our educational process is training. There, there's education everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, we're missing training. Mm -hmm. And if we got training, the employers would be happy. Uh, the educational institutions would be happy because their graduates are really performing. Mm -hmm. What happens is we have a lot of individuals with education and lacking the ability to perform. So that's the difference. Yes, and you heard some comments from me in terms of what's the difference. That's why I can offer you some solutions. Anyway, so I wanted to address this because if I'm going to help people find employment, I want to be able to help everybody. And so I have an assistant tonight as a guest, and the person's name is Rick. And let me just... Uh, first thing I want to say is, hello, Rick, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. And kindly kindly just tell us a little bit about what you do, because the show is designed to have people who find enjoyable employment to share what they've done, because it's possible. So can you share a little bit about what it is that you do? What's your background? And stuff? Sure, it's definitely possible. I have uh, a degree in uh, journalism, and uh, I specialize in sports. And, uh, in fact, I was just uh, working on it. I sent off an update of uh, who's who in the world and who's who in America. I gave one to station owner Lola here. She always likes those updates. And uh, people can actually look that up in the library and get a listing if you happen to be lucky enough uh, mm -hmm. to get on the who's who list. Okay, but what do you so do? I have what, found that helpful. What kind, of, <clears throat> what kind of things do you do? Well, uh, I write a column uh, oh. every month. It's, it's mm -hmm. uh, in Bowling World magazine. In fact, you can look it up. Uh, bowlingworld.com and then click on coast to coast and that's my column okay, so you're a writer yes basically. anything else i also do broadcasting you're and broadcasting I, I, yeah and i host oh. a show here called sports with rick and the ball coaches wow every monday night at seven okay so you're a writer yes and a talk show host or exactly. a radio host yes anything else oh that's about it for now that's uh, yeah. keeps uh, me plenty uh, busy and how did you come up with that <clears throat> Where did it come from? Well, I just uh, created on my own because uh, I was uh, working with my mechanic uh, expanding his website at uh, guysautomotive.com uh, in Tampa. And, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> I just had a bite to eat before I did the show, so it's coming up now. <laughs> so I uh, had to get a little adrenaline Try to keep going. it in. Yeah. And just keep, talk. Keep okay. it in. <laughs> so, um, and we, uh, I was thinking, well, what... Uh, what can you do with this employment uh, situation here in uh, the Tampa Bay area nationwide where so many people are out of work suddenly mm -hmm. and uh, uh, some of it unexpected and uh, you, you don't plan it, it just happens and boom, there you are, you know, and uh, well, what do middle-aged men do now? So I decided just to create my own job. And you did it. And I did with uh, Sports with Rick and the Ball Coaches. And how long have you been doing it? I've been doing it now since March here at the station. Excellent. Yeah, and uh, I've been writing the uh, column that I mentioned for about 20 years. Wow. So they're they're glad to have me, and I've covered a lot of things through there. And uh, before that, I used to write for the uh, Tampa Tribune and the St. Petersburg Times. Mm -hmm. And I also wrote uh, for various sports magazines around here. Uh, I would say the best-known one was Sports Tampa Bay Magazine. 
And uh, we used to cover the gauntlet in all sports locally, Mm -hmm. mostly of the region, Tampa Bay. And uh, I've also covered uh, national sports of interest from time to time. Great, great, great. I know someone else. They have a job, and when they go home, they like writing. Yes. And, and, and at some point, I hope we get them on the show, but the whole purpose is, is you found something that you enjoy doing. Right. And then you found a way to turn it into income. Yeah. Great. And, uh, yeah, that, that helps. And, uh, and, of course, we have the new podcast here, as you mentioned, on your show and mm-hmm. on mine. And uh, that's always fun because it's uh, like a little TV show, and you can get the video images, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't aware of that. But, Lee, did you want to mention something about the video part at all? or Because yeah. I wasn't that much aware of it. You can actually see me. Yeah. Um, they can see it right now uh, on the the podcast is is just audio, you know. It's just audio. Yeah. But uh, you if, do have a video capability. If you, and Rick, on your mic, if you could, oh. like lift that up, lift uh, it up a little bit. Sure. Yeah, on your there show, you're really good about that. Well, thank you. But I when just, you're a guest, it's he's nervous. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's another. Yeah, he's nervous. It's another it's angle. A deal. Another okay. microphone. Okay. Um, is but, that better? Yeah, a little okay. bit. Okay. A little higher, maybe. A little. Higher. I was going to come in there and do it for you, but you okay. Know. Okay. How well, about I mean, now? You can lift the whole thing up. You just grab just it by lift the, the whole thing up. The bracket. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. And now okay. we've got a, a sound. Yes. So, um, audio. If you go to the website, you know, tantalk1340.com, right now you can see you guys in video and hear you. The podcast is, you know, strictly audio. Uh huh. Okay. But you okay, know. so it's the webcast then. We're talking and uh, the, the video, so we have video and audio. Okay, yeah, I guess you call it a webcast. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh-huh. Either way, they can see us. And how can they see us if they wanted to see us? Go to tantalk1340.com. Great. Okay. Or just Google WTAN. Okay. And, and it's the first result. Great. The first result of that, yes. Okay. Yeah, when you when you Google it, you guys know how to Google, okay. don't you? Oh yeah. Okay. Tan Talk WTAN. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And Google. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, this is the Opportunity Employment Hour. I would be somewhat remiss if I didn't address all audiences. And I just mentioned earlier, I, on the front page of today's uh, paper in the St. Pete Times, an article that says black graduation rate low in Pinellas County. And it goes further to say they're the worst in the country. Now, if you are part of that population, I would love to hear from you because the first thing I'm going to say is that it's not your fault that that's there. That's the first thing I'm going to say because, like I said before, we're already we're always talking about the problem. I'm going to address the problem and the possible solution. If you take that person that may be dropping out at age 16 or 18 and subtract 10 years when they were 18 years old, I mean, if they're eight, if they're eight years old now. Or if they're 18 now, and 10 years ago they were 8 years old, I want you out there to think of your age and subtract 10 years. Because you, educators and teachers and so on, you are the policy makers of whatever you put those people into. And you are now looking at the results of whatever it is that you did. And so I'm not going to, I'm going to tell any teenager out there or someone dropping out of school, it's not your fault. Somehow the curriculums that you have made up have not met the needs of these children. Now, I'm going to tell you one reason why. First of all, they're not children anymore. We're expecting them to go out there and perform and go to work. And there's something missing. 
Now, on the following page, on the same page on the other side, there's something about a high school that's not performing. Now, I'm going to say the same thing. You take that, 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 that person and you subtract 10 years, all those policymakers were making policies. We're just looking at the outcome right now. It's really just that simple. We want to blame the victim, but it's not their fault. We're the ones who have designed all these curriculums and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so let me kind of tell you part of the reason why. Right now, we live in something that's called the technology age. And before that, it used to be the computer age. Before that, it was the information age. And on a previous show, I said, we're no longer in the computer age. We're in the information age where we take information, and based on using that computer, we can now perform better. We can go use it better. Then I went a step further, and I said, we're not even... Information, but under the information age anymore, we're in the performance age because we're watching people perform, and many of those people are performing without ever going as far as third or fourth grade. Many, many of those people are already established performers. There are experienced workers, and then many of those individuals have never been to anybody's school or read any books, and they're probably all that percentage that's under eighteen. All they do is perform. Now, I'm going to tell you what the problem is with the school system. First of all, the technology is constantly changing. So only that portion of the technology is one going to pursue. That's the first thing. Second thing is because the technology has changed, it's changed the way we work because we use the technology to perform work. And the third thing is because we use the technology to perform work, it has changed the workplace. We can now work from home, on the beach, on an airplane, because all the technology is there to do that. As the technology has evolved in order for us to grow and compete in the global marketplace, our approaches to education and training have remained the same because we've been doing the same thing for 10 years. And that person who developed these policies, all of what happened is that 8-year-old 10 years ago only did whatever you told them. And so I'm going to say the starting point is maybe to retrain all the teachers. Retrain them, yeah. Retrain them. They should come to my program or go to somebody's program because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, that's the case a lot in sports with uh, student athletes. And I had a couple of uh, ball coaches on from Countryside High School. And they were telling me, it was the head basketball coach, uh, Huey, there at Countryside, and he said that – Often enough, uh, the parents are not caring enough to come out and watch their students play, their children play. And I thought, well, that's really mm-hmm. strange, especially yeah. if they're top-notch athletes. Right. So uh, the parents mm-hmm. need to get back out there and give the students, their kids, more incentive uh, to produce that way. Yeah, but the parents can't do that because well, for many of them, 10 years ago, they were only 14, 15 themselves. Yeah, that's true. They're so young. See, see so... so Somehow our policymakers have totally missed the ball. And so, so I'm going to be one of the first to say you need the retraining. And on the, on the same page where it talks about the failing school, I've been to some of those schools, and I feel sorry for some of the students because all they do all day is take tests. Right. None of them are learning to perform. Yeah, they're learning to see if they can pass the test. Right, they want A's and B's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And workplaces are looking for performers. 
performance levels. That's right. And so we've totally missed the ball. So if you are one of those individuals that are stuck in that, I want you to feel free to call the show so we can give you some answers. Again, that number is 727-441-3000 because it's not your fault. You're a product of what we gave you. And so some of you people out there will say the children are our future. I'm going to say they're not our future. Us policymakers and decision makers are the future. Because unless we give them something, they have nothing to grow into and you have the outcomes right in front of you. And it's not just here in Pinellas County. It's all around the country, and it totally affects part of that unemployment rate that we're talking about. Anyway, we'll be right back with a word from our sponsor, and I'll be glad to get your comments when we come back. Okay. job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ICTA website. Web.org. That's ICTAweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening. Thinking is critical to job success. I want to be in this sport so bad that I can taste it. And I'm glad, and I'm glad that I got a chance to taste this sport. Because this sport has a lot to offer. You know, as far as, you know, getting somebody mentally stimulated. What is okay, we're back. We're back. And I was just talking about where the blame should be. Because we want to offer everyone an opportunity. And those dropouts deserve an opportunity to go back. If there's something to go back to, they deserve an opportunity to be exposed. And when I was talking to Lee earlier, and Lee had just mentioned, they have plenty of opportunity. Who's squandering them? And if you, many, many of you policymakers and teachers, if you're in the same position you were 10 years ago, how have you allowed to watch somebody else grow when you haven't grown yourself? 
you're still doing what you were doing 10 years ago. That's where the problem is. We haven't grown with everything else that's growing. Yeah. I think also the students have to be given some incentives because uh, I feel like with the economic situation we have right now in that atmosphere, maybe some of them are thinking, well, why should I bother? Why should I go to all this trouble and graduate with honors? When I get out there, I'm looking for a decent job, and suddenly it's not there. Yeah, because us older people, we are trying to take those jobs. Yeah, because we don't have jobs. <laughs> right. So I think that could be a, right. a new problem in the mix. Yeah, so imagine how they're feeling. Now, let me give you part of the solution. Since most of our younger <clears throat> generation is technology-oriented, there are tons of jobs you can get off the Internet. There are tons of jobs you can get just from sitting home. And there are tons of jobs that you can get into just teaching us older people because we don't understand the technology. But if we don't tell you, then how can we lead you into it? That's right. You know, see, so so we, we have a problem with with us. We want to affect the unemployment problem, but we're not doing anything to look at ourselves in the mirror. Yes, you have to reach out and uh, look up on the Internet, like you say. Uh, there are jobs in other parts of the country that are going begging. Here in the Tampa Bay area, we have a situation with saturation of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, also I saw on the uh, uh, Fox uh, News uh, just this morning that they uh, uh, this is the number one area in stress in the country because yeah. of that. We're stressed out as a result. And there are a lot of people what, that are stressed out. Is- What's the number one area here? Yeah, that's what they were saying on the Fox 13 News this morning. They what, had Tampa a scientific Bay? survey. Yeah, that's what they said. I no was surprised kidding. at that, yes. Yeah. But uh, that's you know, what they got because of uh, unemployment, uh, yeah. traffic, yeah. Uh, All situations that. with sports. I mentioned yeah. last week, go out and stand on any busy street. If the unemployment's that bad, where's everybody going? <laughs> right. See, it's really, I mean, we're missing, we're being misled. Yeah. And we're misleading our children as well in articles like this. You know, and so we have a caller. Yeah, we got uh, Bill on line one. Hello, Bill. Hey, Hey, how's it going? I'm glad to hear you on the show today. Sorry, I sound like I got something in my mouth that just had two teeth pulled. Okay, Bill. Well, at least you're talking. My question is, uh, when you know, like, for instance, I knew of someone that were... I tried to get a I tried to get a job at this one particular place uh, north of Spring Hill, and and they and about six months ago they say they weren't hiring. Now now they've uh, they purchased another radio station, and that and the guy's secretary is still saying the same thing. And then I talked to the owner of the station and and, and sent him my resume, but it's been five days and, and and no word. What's the next step? Okay, Bill, I would suggest this. Number one is stop stop sending resumes. Imagine the people on the other side. They're inundated with paperwork. I would suggest doing everything in person. That's the first thing. Second thing is the secretary might not know if they're hiring because the secretary gets paid to do their job, and they get paid to tell you they aren't hiring. <laughs> so, you know, so, so I would suggest showing up. Sometimes the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing in a case like that. Right. Just, just show up whenever. Do I pick a time or I just go there and see if he's there? I would pick a time and call in and say, I'd like to come in to find out some information. I would not say I want to come in and talk about a job. 
life. Okay. So, uh, most people like to give out information. Information's free. People feel good when they're telling you something. Yeah. But if you're, if you're asking for a job and everybody else is asking for a job, you know, then most yeah. likely nobody wants to see you because everybody else is trying to see you. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a big line. There's even a line for uh, yeah. uh, work such as Bill's. Uh, all this week they've had this interesting deal on Regis and Kelly where Kelly is taking a vacation and they have uh, women in radio on there as co-hosts from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, I try to get our co-host, June Kitte, who's uh, Chris Hovan's mother-in-law, on there. And uh, there was such an outpouring of uh, entries that they closed it down early. They said the deadline's August mm-hmm. 9th, and uh, two days after they announced it, they shut down the website. So you couldn't even get on if you didn't do it right away. Mr. Bill, what do you do, though? Well, my next question is, what if, what if I'm aware but I didn't hear that. Can, what if somebody that is familiar with the, I'm trying to get a word that said something? I think we better let him go. I can't hear you. Sounds like you're traveling. Yeah, if you can get outs. to a better phone, Bill, give us a call back. I would love to hear from you. There you go. Anyway. The, the miracles of technology. Yeah, so I wanted to just. Cell phone ad- dropouts. Anyway, so I wanted to address the issue that. If you're a younger person out there looking for employment, there is employment out there for you. Just know that us older people are trying to get it. However, your advantage is simply tell them you haven't learned how to perform yet because the older people have. And there are a ton of people out there willing to help you perform who understand that it's, you know, that's not necessarily your problem. Anyway, right. so, so I want to yeah. just kind of move on to the next topic because – it kind of ties in. If you're sort of, I'll say if you drop out of school at a certain age, obviously school is about learning. Which means if you drop out, how can you learn what you missed? Yeah. Now, since since our, our educational process, I believe, is designed to help get you to perform so you can go to work out there, obviously those of you who drop out, how can you know what those needs are? It's really pretty simple, mm-hmm. which means you're missing it. Now, but I'm going to, like I said before, it's not all your fault. Go back and ask those teachers that have been in the same position for the last 10 or 12 years. Ask them how are they getting their knowledge about the workplace. Some of them uh, run at yeah. the gun about being cut uh, from their jobs, and uh, Charlie yeah. Chris came in and he uh, saved it, uh, allocated money, so teachers could keep their jobs. I would have cut them, too. Now, that's not saying that it's personal. The reason businesses are performance-based. In order for businesses to stay in business and to remain competitive, they got to get stuff done. And and if you teachers understood the workforce, you counselors, you advisors, you would have goals and get stuff done every week, and you would have results. And so, so, so the picture is much bigger. It's understanding are we result producers or do we expect to produce results and we're doing the same thing over and over again that's right it's good to yeah. have goals i have uh, daily goals where i uh, make up a roster of what i'm going to do for the day and mm-hmm. uh, check it off and get it all accomplished as best i can now imagine if our educational process did that yeah if people were accountable for accomplishing goals that's right and if they couldn't accomplish it maybe they're in the wrong profession 
Now, you all have a unique skill set. It's finding where you fit. That's all. Yeah. So you heard some of the comments. We have a way of getting you to fit because you are unique. You all have something that's sellable, that's worth something, and people will pay you handsomely for it. It's just finding the right fit. Anyway, but that leads into the dropouts in some cases. It leads into people doing other things whereby they fall into our penal system and they end up getting felons or they become ex-offenders. Those people, I don't know where your counselors come from. You ought to get rid of all of them because they tell you to go out there and go get a job. And every place you go, one of the first things that the clerk gets asked, gets paid to ask you is, do you have a felon or something like that? And if that, your answer is yes, they get paid to tell you, well, you can't work here. Yeah, that can definitely be a stigma uh, because yeah. I, I used to work at a, uh, an auto mechanic shop. I, I was the one who expanded the website for guys automotive and uh i did such a good job along in conjunction with a guy that he's got too much business now because when people google it it automatically pops up guys mm-hmm. so they come out and they've got too much work to do but uh along those, felons? uh some of them are okay and uh many mechanics uh that's all they can do uh, mm-hmm. now they do get an ase certification they're required to get that after a while, which shows that they're bona fide mechanics and they can do okay. the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, uh, you do have a situation out there with a lot of mechanics who are felons, and if they want to start their own business, mm-hmm. then they can't. And there's only certain things that they can do mm-hmm. uh, because they are felons. And who comes up with those laws? <clears throat> See, workplaces are about performance, and that's all they're about. That's how come you know people who are performing that don't have the educational backgrounds. You know people who are performing that aren't even old enough yet because workplaces are about performance. We have come up with all of that crap and credential stuff. Right. And there, and it has nothing to do with performance. Yeah, it's a perfect example of uh, felons yeah. who can perform, you know, even in 120 degree heat inside of a garage, mm-hmm. uh, they can still perform and yeah. uh, make the repairs mm-hmm. and use the computers as long as they're trained, uh, they can do all that. Now, if you're a felon, I'm going to say that there's a ton of places out that will, out there that will hire <clears throat> you. I'll say go out on the Internet and type in jobs for felons or jobs for ex-offenders. You'll find out who's hiring instead of going to these places where the person gets paid to, to ask you that question and the person says you can't work there. The other solution I have, opportunity, there's a ton of Internet-based jobs sitting from home that you can do. They don't require anything other than you having a computer and knowing how to work it. Mm-hmm. And that's all that required. And there are people that are making more money than, I guess in many cases, many jobs. Some government jobs are like that, where you can just do a lot of nothing and get paid. Right. So you ex-offenders. I've done something like that before. All right. So you ex-offenders, if you're going to any of these traditional places, I'm going to say just stop going. Make your counselors work for you if they want to work for you instead of just sending you out there just to get notes. Anyway, we'll be right back with a word from our sponsors, Gene Hodge and the Employment Opportunity. You ex-felons out there, give me a call as well. 727-441-3000. I'm in your corner in one sense. <laughs> Okay. 
for a job, wondering what you can do, call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatonic Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. I noticed a dislocated workers program of which um, Mr. Hodge was the director and uh, his program was very, very beneficial to me. I really wasn't that familiar with computers and I was quite concerned about it because I thought that you needed that skill to um, be in the workforce productively. But I realized from his program that it's much, much more than computers. And uh, I learned um, a great deal from the program. And I really don't know how he went about it. Yeah, you heard that from one of our past people. And you're not going to know how we go about it unless you call and and attend our seminars. And you're not going to know about it unless some of you want to know more out there which means you educators, even some employers, you've got to ask for new information. You just heard another commercial about instrumental en- enrichment. They have solutions that could help teachers and help students. Somehow you've got to start looking for more innovative ways that, you, that we can help you because the answers are all out here. We have them. Anyway, Lee was just talking about something very quick about the stress. And Lee, you want yeah, to kind of touch on that? What I mentioned a while ago, where Fox 13 said we were number one. Well, not actually. Apparently, they were trying to exaggerate that to wake you up in the morning. But Lee's got all the facts here. So go ahead. Tell us about the stress factor. 
Okay, well, this is from Forbes.com. Uh, Tampa Bay, the fourth most stressful region in nation. I had no idea. I mean, I yeah, knew I was stressed, highest, but I don't know yeah. why. Okay, so we're part of, really, it's, part of it's the golf, right? We're really it's in bad shape. Be the golf, yeah. <laughs> is that oil, the crude oil? It's the subtle effect. Well, maybe. Could it be possible that the Tampa area is more stressful to live than New York City? Yeah, a, a, I think so. A study conducted by Forbes.com says yes. And uh, the Tampa-St. Petersburg-Clearwater area ranked fourth among the nation's largest metropolitan areas in a study seeking to rank the nation's most stressful cities. And uh, I'll tell you how this, what the chart looks like. Las Vegas is number one. I used to live there. Yeah, Vegas. Uh, Los mm-hmm. Angeles is number two. Lived there before Vegas. And Houston is third, but we're fourth. And uh, here are the factors. You need to go live in Houston to round it out there, Lee. Yeah, then anyway. Be, then yeah, be totally I've been stressed. to Houston, but here, 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 here are the factors. High unemployment rate, long commute times, long work hours, limited health care, poor physical health, and limited exercise. Okay, yes. so. Yes to all this. I'm going to say, we are not alone. This is a national crisis here, and everybody's pointing the finger at everybody else. I'm suggesting you all should look in the mirror and find out what it is that you're good at because we can tell you how to go find it. And it's really just that simple. And so so, so it's not it's simple for me to say it's not simple for you to do because it's outside the box. But no. there are solutions. That's how can we want all of you others out there who found solutions to call in and share that with us. So that you, you know, you'll know that there's more people than just you who know other things that are going on. The name of the game is networking. The name of the game is getting more information. You know, that's the name of the game. And so I want to talk to you about that. Now, the other, the other thing is that I talked about employment solutions. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that are involved in network marketing companies or multi-level companies. And they make a ton of money. And they train you. They're always looking for people. They're always looking for people who are looking for work. And so if you're a network marketer out there, you have a company, you're looking for good workers, give us a call while you can or give us a call next week. But there are several out there. You can go out on the Internet and type them in. Uh, There's a place where you can go. It's called Free Networking International. It's all around the greater Tampa Bay area and other parts of Florida. All you got to do is go out on the Internet and type in Free Networking International, and you can find out where these locations are. And you can meet a ton of people who are making money trying to build their businesses, and they need people like you. All you need to find out is what type of people they're looking for. Yeah. You know, are you involved in any of those? Well, I'm always looking for helpers to promote the show. I'm looking so for helpers good. to promote the show, but I'm involved yep. with a couple of those. and Yeah. I won't tell you Plus, about the money I'm making, but I will tell you that uh, I'm always looking for people who want to do things. Yeah, they they really want to. When I had them as yeah. guests on my show, they really want to be there. Otherwise, they're not there. Right, right. People want to do a lot, but follow through is very limited. <laughs> yeah. And so it's follow the follow up, through sure. that produces the result. Mm-hmm. It's like when I talked about goal setting and planning earlier. <laughs> Anyway, we got another call on the line, I believe, and uh, this is Don from Largo. Okay, hello, Don. Yeah, what do you think about uh, web design as a tr- as a trade to get into? I've been messed up on my website, lost it, and somebody else took it, and I got. I don't want that to happen again. So it's like self preservation. I want to take web design classes. 
but as a subsidiary to that, what I what I kind of find to trade in that in, in web design is is it a is it an open market? Is it a cluttered market? How's I'm going to give you my opinion, Don. Web design is sort of a closed market. Okay, and the reason it's closed is because you and people are coming up with ways to design websites. Uh, years ago, people had to program those. Nowadays, the average person can create their own website because the software allows you to do that. And which, which means little kids can have websites, school systems can have websites, all the small businesses and all the large businesses, they've, they've had them for at least 15 years. So, so, so it, it's, it's nice for you to learn. Yeah. I don't well, think I don't can, want to get messed up again. I want to protect myself and yeah. not lose it. You know? Okay, well that well, okay, but that's something else. That's those are property rights that you want to look yeah. at. How do you protect your name? How do you protect all of that? Well, that's what Guy Skyver did at Guy's Automotive. When I worked for him and expanded his website and got mm-hmm. a lot of customers in for motor vehicle repair. And uh, he told me just look for keywords and write it a certain way, mm-hmm. and uh, that that worked. And uh, he told I gotta me to go, get, sir. I got to go. Okay. He he told me to get input from uh, uh, my own background over years of uh, repair and mm-hmm. then put that in there. And it worked because if you can convince Mr. Google <clears throat> that it's legitimate, he'll go, yeah, I'll put that on your website. Mm-hmm. And uh, it worked in most cases. So now when people look up repair on Google, there's guys. On You'll find it. Right. Oh, there it is. Boom. Now, now what you do out. want to do, designing a website, I would <clears throat> strongly recommend everybody should have a website. Because a website is designed to promote you, your skills, abilities, your company, your product, your service. It's a different way of advertising. And that's exactly what he did. Okay. Yeah, when he designed it, just had me help him. Just like email has replaced the post office almost. It's just we've evolved. Okay. Instead of advertising in the telephone book that and newspapers, we've evolved. Yeah, not as much post office. But during the holidays, right. it's still a big mess over there at the post office. Now, none of that's wrong. <clears throat> right. Because the problem is we're going to keep recreating, and you people out there who have those unique skills and abilities that I keep talking about, you're going to come up with new solutions and solve more problems. That's where the jobs are. Okay, so some of you should be looking down the road as what can you do to solve a problem? Because we're going to keep evolving, 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 and the technology is going to get better and better and better and smaller and smaller and smaller. Right. None of it's like right or wrong. We're growing. We're a growing species of people. That's right. And so, so, so uh, having a trade is fine. Having a skill, you always want to look at where the future is going and grab something. Okay, there's no such thing as that it's a wrong field. Grab something. You know, that helps you out. Right. Anyway, so so, so I just wanted Grab to say that. Grab Carl Augusto. Yeah. Uh, our time is running out, but Rick, how can people contact you? <clears throat> well, they can contact uh, me uh, here at the station. Uh, we do our show every Monday at 7 o'clock, and uh, it's called Sports with Rick and the Ball Coaches. Uh, you can also reach me uh, by email at uh, Ferguson B. As in Betty, that's my webmaster, Ferguson B. Okay. at Cox.net, and I'll be glad to talk to you there. Okay. And we can tell you about the show and what I do. Also, you can reach us at uh, bowlingworld.com and click on Coast to Coast, and you'll see my column. 
In fact, in the column in the July issue, there's a picture of us doing the show from right here in the studio. Okay, great. I think we got another caller just before we yeah, run we got, out. Uh, okay. Sonia from Tampa. Go ahead, Sonia. Hi, I love you guys' show and wonderful. My Hi, first Sonia. question is this. I, when he hit the point about it's all about service and what can you do to make things better, that you nailed it on what my idea and what I'm trying to put together on a, as a small business and a nonprofit. I just try to pull together where I am helping people uh, legally, uh, also learning com- computers, helping people with their Chico bills where they're not getting a handout, but keeping the communication line where the, per- the customer pays a little service fee, sets a contract, and turn they don't call and make complaints to the Public Service uh, Commission against Pico, so that keeps it mediating, mm-hmm. and try to help them keep their service without losing it because, you know, they you normally wouldn't be able to. So they're trying to do that and, and also help people... Uh, any type of education and servicing and trying to teach them what I've learned. I have lost experience, 15 years of insurance, okay. and and some and some hard knocks going up against the electric company where you learn a lot of things and what? want to give back, but trying to pull together okay. my grant, for, uh, writing up a grant is very hard. Love okay, so that's what you do, though, Thank right? You. That's right. How can people contact but, you right quick? Well, right now it's at MJ23NO, the number one, Fan, F-A-N, number four, letter V-R, at Yahoo.com. Michael Jordan, 23, number one fan forever. <laughs> okay. Okay, Thank well, thanks for calling. Much. Give us a call back and let us know how we can help you out. But hopefully people got that because our time is running out. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you for calling. Anyway, so our yeah. time is wrapping up. and They're Wrapping up. Yeah, I was going to say, of course, you can also reach me the same way we reach you, but we just go slash uh, uh, Rick... Uh, Rick at the ball coaches and the the prefix for the uh, the webcast and for the pod. Okay. Yeah, that you gave earlier. Okay. Now you hear the music. And there's the music. Yeah, Frank. It's Sinatra. called doing it my way. I say you all out there, based on your unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, interests, motivation, and passion. There's a place for you where you actually can do it your way. I gave you the formula at the start of the show. Write down what you're good at doing, that you enjoy doing. That's the formula. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. I look forward to hearing from you next week. And we're out of here. And have a good week. I did it.